Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, Season 2, Episode 18. I'm your host, Heather, and today we are talking about managing your mental health online. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please fasten your seatbelt. It has been a while. I actually took a bit of a hiatus for the end of August and month of September to, well, to do a lot of things. We've we've partnered with different people, we've launched new programs and even a company. And the biggest focus that I had was getting our kids back to school. With pandemic still being the reality, School looks really different this year, so part of the managing mental health that we talk about all the time and absolutely, absolutely believe in was taking a step back from the things that require a lot of effort and energy and a lot of concentration and a good amount of time, but it was more the mental load, realizing that doing the podcast, while I absolutely love it, really does add to my mental load. It gave me a really good out, isn't the word. I was about to say it gave me a really good out, and that sounds like it's an excuse. It was a really good reason to make a really healthy decision without any guilt or shame or anything. And amazingly enough, you guys have kept listening. We have new listeners being added constantly, so I'm really, really, really excited to come back and see that it's grown in the four weeks that we have been off. So yay for that. I'm super excited. Actually, it's been five weeks that we've been gone. So to the topic at hand, managing mental health. Online has become, it's kind of, it's become our lives because of the pandemic, but Even before everybody was, you know, in their homes more than usual, life online tends to be a little bit more extreme and it seems to have fewer consequences. The term keyboard cowboy certainly wasn't invented in the last little while. If you want to look at major world events, Donald Trump's rise to power really was created and fortified and even maintained on Twitter to the point that his personal Twitter account will be archived by the American government. We cannot overstate or overthink about how online activity affects our mental health. Your social media activities, whether you use social media as a way to balance your friendships. I mean, I honestly keep in touch with most of my friends on Facebook Messenger or maybe like people liking and sharing and commenting on on Instagram. I'm not a very big Facebook general user personally for the reason that I've noticed from day one that it affected my mental health. But now I can go on and one of my habits, which we'll talk about unfollowing and unfriending people in a little bit, one of my unha- one of my habits is to actually unfriend people on their birthday, which seems awful, right? But it isn't. If somebody's birthday comes up and I smile and wish them a happy birthday, it's wonderful. If somebody's name comes up that I don't know, 
I tend to click on them first and go look at sort of refresh my memory. Who are you and why did you end up on my friends list? And if I go through and I'm like, this is not a person that I want to ever show up on my feed randomly, I will unfriend them. Instead of having to constantly parse my list, I do this as part of balancing my activities. One of the ways I know, because I miss stuff all the time. People are like, did you see that on Facebook? No, I didn't. I balance my activities even while I'm online, and my first thought is protecting my mental health. As soon as I see somebody who is crossing any of my boundaries, they're using language that is sexist or racist or they are super spreaders of misinformation that just ticks me off. Anybody who gives me a feeling that isn't good, people who I know their real life story and when I go online and read their Facebook page, reality and image don't match, I'm fine with you, you know, leaving stuff out. I don't, I'm not talking about oversharing. I'm talking about pretty much outright lying about how wonderful your life is and how amazing everything is when I know in the background it isn't. Everything I do on Facebook, on especially Facebook mainly, because Instagram, it's a lot less, um, it tugs my heartstrings a lot less, but we will get into that in a minute. Everything I do on there is to balance my activities. I do things that bring me joy, like wishing the people that I like and that I love a happy birthday on Facebook. But I also specifically go on Facebook looking for people to get rid of so that I am constantly curating my own experience. That curation of experience is something that for a long, long, long time, people were really, they were avoiding doing that. They're like, well, I have to. This person added me as a friend. I have to add them back. And thankfully, social media networks themselves took notice. So now you have the option to take a break. That would make me actually laugh out loud when it when it went live. You can take a break, you can unfollow, and you can unfriend. So I wouldn't say the majority, but pretty close to a majority. I would say at least 50% of the people who are on my Facebook feed are unfollowed. They have no idea they've been unfollowed. If they tag me in something, then I see it. If they message me, I see that too. We are still friends, we are still connections. I just don't see what they post. The reason I did that was solely for my mental health. We are allowed to take responsibility for our own mental health online. We're going to get into doom scrolling in a little bit, and that's kind of where stuff takes over on you. But for the most part, your own experience while you're spending time online is curated by your past experiences and by what you've told whichever social media or internet globally, whatever you've told them you want to see, that's what you will see more of. Which is why when we have political, these political echo chambers and bubbles, people just don't hear the information from the other side. Their information has been curated because Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and Google and even Amazon and any blogs you go to, the ones that you see tend to be the ones that have been curated for you. Take part in that curation yourself and you will find your stress level will be dropping, your feeling of enjoyment, not blind scrolling, but actual enjoyment online 
will act will start to grow and you will be able to curate your own feed for whatever purpose you're looking for so if you want to find friends who are in a particular hobby like you want to find gardening friends or you want to find mindfulness friends or yoga friends you can actually make that happen you just need to be mindful of what you type who you respond to what things you read and be conscious be conscious of the fact that you truly are in control of what the Facebook algorithm shows you that's how they set it up so what happens if the mental health damage that's coming is because of that blind scrolling most smartphones these days have some sort of online tracker usage so you can actually cut yourself off it'll tell you you've hit 30 minutes today of usage or whatever you want to set it to I have my social media set to 30 minutes and I have my online news set to 20 minutes so for 50 minutes a day I can go on and find out what's going on in general but after that it's kind of a conscious choice so that parts on me but setting up those limits has allowed me to drop my phone usage in terms of things that were damaging to my mental health without keeping me from using my phone to run my business when I'm not in the office, to shop when I don't want to go out into stores, to connect with people. So I'm again, it's curating my own experience. If you find you are a true phone addict, simply create a new routine. Trying to fight the addiction is really tough. Unless you're willing to give somebody your phone for four or five days, that really truly is all it takes. It's not one of those 21-day purges or something like that. Give someone your phone for four or five days, but most of us, when we think of that even, that will start some mental health and panic and anxiety issues, so that's okay. Instead, create a new routine where every time you pick up your phone, you will do something positive. So if you are really trying to get to a certain number of steps, say I wanna hit 40,000 steps, I have no idea how many steps are, at. I think 10,000 is average, so if you're trying to go from 8,000 to 10,000 steps, every time you pick up your phone, you will walk 10 steps and sit down. So you walk in a little circle and sit back down. And every time you pick up your phone, you'll do this. That will do two things. First of all, it will make you notice that you've picked up your phone. You will start noticing, oh my goodness, I don't want to take another 10 steps. So then you'll put your phone down. You can also decide every time you pick up your phone, this is one of the things that I do, you will take three deep breaths. Often during those three deep breaths that I take, I realize I have six other things I need to be doing right now and I should, put, I should put my phone down. And then I do. But that's not the point of it. If I keep my phone up, that's okay. There's no guilt. There's no negative feelings. I'm not making myself wrong. I'm not, it's, I don't have any negative connection to having my phone. It's simply another opportunity to take three deep breaths. So every phone time you notice your phone is in your hand because when you start this, you won't notice until you're three scrolls in. Still, get up, go for your walk, do five squats, um, say one of your affirmations, take three deep breaths, do a sensory check-in, anything that you're trying to do. Drink water 
Every time you pick up your phone, drink water, you will get to your three liters faster than you can possibly imagine if you do that. So in a combination of setting and following your own restrictions and within those restrictions, creating a positive routine attached to picking up your phone or opening your computer or whatever it happens to be, you will shift and create a balance. Online is not inherently negative. We get to choose the negative and the positive. There's so much out there. The whole point of it, all of these tips, all of these tricks is to create a balance. Going back to curating that list, my method is I unfollow anybody on Instagram who makes me feel bad. If I get that feeling in the pit of my stomach of either comparison, anxiety, anger, um, frustration, anything like that, I just unfollow that person immediately. Without even, it's now become a habit. And again, people now, you won't see people as much. If you're going to remove them, you can kind of put them in a little box. Facebook does the same thing. You can take a break. You can unfollow or you can unfriend. So you don't have to have people have real life conflict because you unfriended somebody online. I do it, like I said, in Facebook on your birthday. Mel Robbins has started an unfollow Friday. Remember when it was follow Friday? That was a Twitter thing a million years ago. Everybody would hashtag FF and it was follow Friday and it was all the people you recommended we follow. Mel Robbins has started an unfollow Friday tradition where she will actively spend time on Fridays and recommends we actively spend time on Fridays releasing the people who do not serve us. By getting rid of the people who do not create a positive atmosphere in your personal social media, in your personal Google search, in your personal life, removing those toxic people removing the toxic energy creates a really positive experience. So now that I've been doing that for quite a while, when I go on my phone, if I'm going on social media, it's generally a really positive experience. I also do the same thing because I'm managing business accounts. So the Hala Connected Instagram account is connected to a whole bunch of totally weird and random and fantastic and amazing accounts that have nothing to do with my business because as I'm scrolling through on my own to do my, you know, engagement and my reciprocity side, I want to say like my give and take side. So I go on as part of a good social media manager. I will like and comment and look at other people's posts as well, put some in my stories and spread the word. What I've also done is added in a whole bunch of pictures that I want to see because I have to be on there for business. So I'm going to make sure it's enjoyable and I'm getting positive messages. So I have yoga messages that come in. I have mindfulness messages that come in. I have spirituality messages that, that come in. So during my feed, as I'm scrolling through, there's always something to make me smile. Doom scrolling is a new thing. Doom scrolling, it doesn't matter how much you curate when something negative happens and it just permeates the airwaves, something in our brain, because we are programmed to be alert to danger, something in us makes us keep scrolling so we can find out everything. And in finding out everything, in that information overload, 
we get a dopamine hit because now we feel like we're protected. We're in the know. We can make a plan to save ourselves and none of that is true. All you're doing is adding to your own stress and truly adding to your own sense of lack of control. Your life day to day does not change based on large events that are negative that are happening in the world until you are hyper aware of them and they become all you think and talk about. If you unplug for a weekend and you go away to a camp or to a cabin or a cottage where there is no internet, your minute to minute, hour to hour, day to day life, disconnected from all of that negativity, is not negatively impacted if you don't know what's going on. Give your brain a break. The only way I have found to stop myself from doom scrolling, because I am so guilty of this, as soon as I found it, it had a name, I was thrilled because I was like, good. It's First of all, it's not just me. And second of all, I can now tell myself, you're doom scrolling. You're doom scrolling. You're doom scrolling. And I can stop myself because it's more than a rabbit hole. It's an active rabbit hole. You are jumping from rabbit hole to rabbit hole. So it's not a matter of keeping yourself away from this piece of news because this piece of news might have a link that'll bring you to that piece of news and that'll have a link to bring you to another piece of news. And now it's been two hours and all you've done is fill your brain with scary stuff. The only way I can think of to stop doom scrolling is first of all to acknowledge that's what I'm doing. And as soon as I acknowledge that, I can then see the ridiculousness in it. And second, to create really strict um, protocols on my phone and in my behavior and tell people that I have those on my phone in my behavior. And Robbie loves to tell me, you've got that face on, what are you looking at? And that's a reminder. I don't like it in the moment, <laughs> but that's a reminder. Oh, right, I'm doom scrolling. You can see it on the outside. Be aware and make the decision consciously. Doom scrolling is one of those things that feels good unconsciously. It feels like you're scratching an itch. When you become aware of it, you realize, okay, I, I actually need to go get some afterbite rather than just scratching and making it worse. And then you can put your phone down. My final tip to maintain and manage your mental health online is to put your phone away out of your bedroom. And if you need it for your alarm, buy an alarm clock. They are $8 on Amazon. Otherwise, put your phone in a different room. Mine is in our ensuite bathroom. So I can hear the alarm when it's going off, but I'm a light sleeper. I get that. So if I need the alarm, there's an alarm clock. I don't because that alarm still wakes me up and I have to get out of bed to go turn it off. So I get two benefits out of that. I get myself out of bed plus the fact that I don't have my phone beside me and I can go in and turn it off and not take it with me into the bed. That is a huge, huge thing. Don't start your day with negativity. There are apps that I use in the morning. One is called Spirit Junkie and it's a positive message every morning. Um, there's another one called affirmations. Again, those are things I like to check on in the morning. If I find myself doom scrolling every morning, my days aren't as good. And then it's time to reset that habit and try again and try something new.
So to go back over all of this, try to balance your activities. Curate your own experience by unfollowing and unfriending and taking a break and try to see if you can hit five people a day. Try to see if you can get rid of five people a day. Make a game out of it and only have the people on your social media and in your online world who bring you joy. Set and follow online usage restrictions. Create a new routine so every time you pick up your phone, there's a positive side to it in your real life outside of the digital world. Unfollow people on their birthday, on Friday, or anywhere. Be aware when you're doom scrolling and put your phone in another room at night. Up next, we are going to be kind of continuing this whole mental health theme, and we're going to be talking about getting back on track. That is something that a lot of people are hitting right now because school's back in, jobs are back in, everything's back in, but the world still feels a little wonky. So we're going to have a whole bunch of tips on how to get back on track. If your dreams are bigger than your budget, it's time to join the Kick-Ass Company membership site where we go deeper with in-depth video training on all areas of marketing, business, and mindset. Head over to thekickasscompany.com and join for just $20 a month for all of 2020. And to get more Kick-Ass in your life, follow us at Hala Connected, H-A-L-A Connected, or check us out online at hala.com agency. And if you like what you heard today, hit subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, kick ass, unfollow somebody, and live on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass.